In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you Who shut is up, man? Listen. Hello, welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamarez. And the Betches Sup Podcast is your daily rundown of all the craziest shit going on in the news brought to you by your three funniest friends. Which is Which us. Is us. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Guys, um, we have a new friend for you to meet. Uh, we are so excited to have the very, very funny, the very, very smart, the very cool, the very hot. <laughs> yes, emphasis on the hot. <laughs> Millie Tamarez joining us today on the podcast. Uh, for those of you who watched our election, our voting party back in... Or was this was our it was the Fourth live of July show. live show? I'm like going three live shows back. This was our for those of you who watched our Fourth of July live show. Millie played Wait That Was This Year with us and a bunch of other comedians, and we had so much fun that yes. we said we got to get her on the pod. Yes, I know. I, I did share my. I was being vulnerable, and I did share my. Um, my conspiracy theory about Area 51 and the mm-hmm. Popeye's chicken sandwich, which is that <laughs> the government created the Popeye's chicken sandwich so that we can stop talking about Area 51. Do you stand by that five months later? Um. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I think to- it was totally calculated by the government because the government knew about coronavirus and they did not want us to line up. They wanted us to be complacent. Yeah, yeah, well, they did. It, it had we. I mean, I just think about the numbers. I mean, they're skyrocketing this week, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. But mm-hmm. had the government released Popeye's chicken sandwich during the coronavirus, I mean, we would never recover. Yeah, I think our audience is all on the same page that the government caused the coronavirus. Yes, <laughs> right for the Popeye's yeah. chicken sandwich. Popeye's- and this is the yeah. and this is the kind of analysis that Millie is here to bring to the pod. <laughs> I hope some people tune in and this is their first episode of the Betches yeah. podcast, and they're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Uh, yeah. I listened to a conspiracy theory podcast the other day. <laughs> yeah, we're yes. like a, a like a crisis pregnancy center, but for like QAnon, like we have yes. like a woke liberal Instagram oh presence. We're behind behind the veil. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I am here for all of the fast food uh, chain conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrific. Well, let's start the show with another conspiracy theory, which is that Joe Biden won the presidency. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and and the coronavirus. Multiple sources dispute this. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we've been starting the show the same way for many shows in a row, which is just to confirm two important facts, which are that Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States and the coronavirus pandemic is absolutely out of control. These are true facts. Mm-hmm. A thousand Americans are still dying a day while the president has no public events on his schedule today, which is Tuesday. None. 
We mentioned this on the show yesterday, but according to a Washington Post report that a couple task force members confirmed, Trump hasn't been to a coronavirus task force meeting in five months, but he's been golfing at least 25 times. Here's what I think about that, though. Like, I don't even want him at the meeting. Yeah. Because his presence at the meeting at this point is just a distraction. Yeah. What's he going to do? He's not going to bring any information to the meeting. He's not yeah. going like, to bring COVID to the meeting. Yeah, like, honestly. Literally, he's going to give he's going to give the task force COVID. He's going to say, um, I don't know. Why don't we give the vaccine to my family? Like, he's not going to he doesn't have anything to add. Yeah, to it's like meeting. that group project where like. You start the group project hoping that this guy, this asshole, will show up. And then halfway through, you realize he's not capable. And in a perfect world, yes, he would he would participate. He'd earn his grade and nothing. But it just is, like Michelle Obama said, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And give me like $50. She did say that. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like. At this point, yeah, he's going to be distracting. He's not going to add anything to it. Just, yeah, just stay home or do go golfing. Like, golfing's lame anyway. Right. It is at the point where it's like the guy in the group, we were just like, go home, Chad. It's fine. We got this. Exactly. Uh, I hope that Trump being into golf uh, puts the final needle in the coffin that golf is lame. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And makes golf super uncool because... You know, someone who lived in Florida, golfing takes up a lot of space. (laughs) A lot of space, a lot of time. I feel like that's the only thing it's good for is just getting like Richmond just away from the rest of us for a while. It gets them away from women. It gets them away from all of the people that they're harming. Well, I don't know. There's like a caddy somewhere. That's true. Well, Donald Trump's caddy became... (laughs) Please tell me you know this. Dan Scavino was Donald Trump's caddy who's the the social media director of the White House Mm -hmm. who's the highest paid... um, social media director of any white house uh he gets three hundred thousand dollars a year to be donald trump's social media manager and honestly just as someone who's worked in social media the videos are bad yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) trump gets terrible engagement i say this all the time (laughs) if you look at like the likes and retweets relative to his following it's terrible it's way underperforming (laughs) yes Exactly. Also, the you memes look crazy. You can't read them. The fonts are all over the place. The facts are inaccurate. Well, it's, it's also the facts are inaccurate. That's not even. Well, I the facts are yeah. The facts are inaccurate. <laughs> the takes are stupid. But yeah. also, I wasn't aware that you could video edit on Microsoft Paint. Uh, <laughs> if you could video edit on Microsoft, so yeah, like just the content is bad, and I'm just like, damn, like y'all have money. Why don't you just put the like? I don't know. It's like you can actually have good. But I'm just like, yeah, good people probably don't want to make stuff for you. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah. So Trump needs to get away from these meetings. Who is he letting actually handle it? So the White House's chief medical expert is a radiologist named Scott Atlas. He has no background in public health, and he has spoken out against mask wearing and government mandated shutdowns. Amazing. Excellent. Uh, this this week, he even urged Michigan residents to rise up against their governor, Gretchen Whitmer's restrictions. We're back to this again. Atlas did have to clarify his statements on Twitter because of the whole 
hateful rhetoric against Whitmer nearly inciting her kidnapping thing. This happened. They wanted to take her and put her on trial. No, it's not funny, but it's it's crazy the degree to which these men want Gretchen Whitmer to be killed. They don't (laughs) want to do it, but they want someone to do it. It's crazy. They're like, attack her. Multiple multiple politicians have released, basically tweeted like, attack her, get grab her. <laughs> like, yeah, why do they all want her gone? Um, I don't know. It's it's honestly in the way it's like a I think it's a kink thing. Like <laughs> in the way that they're obsessed with AOC, yeah. like she's like the mom kind of yeah. thing that's like you're being a bad boy. It's it's like it's some what is it? Yeah. Uh Roman Roy. Yeah, oh, yes. Roy kind of sick shit on Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah, and um, it's 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 not cool. And then also, I just love that they were gonna kidnap her, but had no other like. No, they were gonna I, put her on trial. Yeah, exactly. Okay, gonna... So then what? And then what? And then what? And then where? Detain her? Find her guilty of yeah. what? In what courtroom? <laughs> like, wow. and then and then one of the one of the guys that tried to kidnap her was like, "Let me out of prison." There's too much COVID here. <laughs> and I mean, honestly. Can you imagine just, she, she just is trying to do her job. She's just trying to do her job. And these men keep trying to kidnap her kidnap and her. kill her. And she's like, well, surely somebody will protect me on social media. Surely the president of the United States will be like, don't do that. That's not cool. No, he and his doctors are egging it on. It's wild. I mean, if you, got, if you watch videos of, of Scott Atlas, he definitely has Roman Roy energy. Yes. He's very chaotic and manic and I don't like it. Here's what I'm going to say. I love Gretchen Whitmer. It's not It's not funny that people are trying to kidnap her. I don't want anyone to kidnap her. There will one day be a very, very good Lifetime movie about oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. For and, sure. Um, I will watch. I will watch. and on that day, I will watch. Yeah, <laughs> I will watch. I loved Lifetime's biopic on Britney Spears. Great. Oh, yes. uh, b- Budget, terrible. Uh, <laughs> covers of her songs, awful. The actual storytelling, amazing. The Meghan Markle biopic, part one and part two, amazing. Different cast, but still. <laughs> <laughs> part one part one cast, a lot of chemistry. Part two cast, yeah. no chemistry. The hair, the, the hair got uglier, but the Meghan looks exactly like Meghan Markle. That's and it's so actually funny. a fucking crime. But the hair from part one is way hotter. Um, and that's so that's bad. just my, I know everyone. Part is, one Harry. Part one Harry's hot. Part two looks like a little too Ed Sheeran-y for my taste. But I know that's what, when we're talking about biting political analysis. Yeah, I know this is, yeah. Kelly is here to tell us about I'm part one and two. About part one and part two. But yeah, um, they have to do a part three. And I feel like they must. Sparkle should play herself. For sure. Or Gretchen Whitmer can play her. I feel like Gretchen Whitmer has <laughs> the look of a Lifetime movie she has the range, I'll say mom. That. She has, yeah, for sure. She has the accent. She's got yes. all of it. Um, the, the Lifetime movie about Gretchen Whitmer will be hot. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click 
gift mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com, and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So let's listen to Scott Atlas appearing on Fox News last night because we've talked about this on the show. This is what everyone's thinking about is the holidays. Some people are still thinking about their plans, thinking about gathering in large groups. So you want the nation's medical experts to be warning against that. But Scott Atlas appeared on Fox News yesterday to suggest lockdowns are actually making the COVID spread worse and gave his medical opinion on why the elderly should actually go to crowded Thanksgiving celebrations this year. Let's listen. They're suffering from with isolation. And this kind of isolation is one of the unspoken tragedies of the elderly who are now being told, don't see your family at Thanksgiving. For many people, this is their final Thanksgiving, believe it or not. What are we doing here? I think we have to have a policy, which I have been advocating, which is a whole person whole health policy. It's not about just stopping cases of COVID. We have to talk about the damage of the policy itself. It'll be her last Thanksgiving because you're going to give her COVID. (laughs) I mean, first of all, you never know when it's someone's last Thanksgiving. Any Thanksgiving could be someone's last Thanksgiving. Facts. (laughs) Number one, (laughs) we can't govern based on the possibility of whose last Thanksgiving it is. Mm -hmm. Number two, it just, it really sucks that because we have people like this who are so crazy and so far outside of what should be happening um, medically that we can't, 
<laughs> and these people are in charge, that we can't have real conversations about what Thanksgiving should look like. How do people gather safely? What, like, who should be traveled? Like, how safe, how safe is it to travel? Like, actually having real conversations that are nuanced, we can't have because we have to shout down people like this. And I know so many people who have either canceled Thanksgiving or scaled back or some people whose families are moving forward. And it's like, we can never get to a consensus about what's happening because we have to have the dumbest possible debate up at the top. Sure. I feel like, and I feel like um, all these people, you know, maybe Scott is probably going to have a real Thanksgiving, but like <laughs> all these people, they all say this shit and they know that like, it's so fucked up because they don't care about their constituents. They don't care about their voters. Like they probably won't even have Thanksgiving or they'll get it catered at whatever. Or like, and like the whole time that Donald Trump was talking about um, kids going back to school, Barron was getting like homeschooled or like remote schooling. Like the whole time he was bitching about mailing ballots, he was, he was mailing his ballot. Like all these people are saying things and like to them, it's like, oh yeah, it's just like, political theater or we're just yeah. gonna say this to rile people up and to like prove democrats wrong and then it's just like they don't even take the advice and they don't even care about these it's just like yeah. so fucked up and it's like yeah it's stopping us from having nuanced conversations and like they and it's just all these people who are vulnerable to this like because they're they're isolated and it just sucks yeah because yeah some people are isolated and they do want to see you know that's um, when yeah. that's totally true like there are so many uh, like there are so many people who are juggling like needing to connect with their family right now and not having seen them and wanting to find a way to do that safely while also like not being dumb about the virus it's really really hard and it's made a million times harder by the fact that we are getting crazy mess like we're getting crazy messages from the people up at the top when and like it's becoming a fight over like have the holidays or don't have the holidays and not right. like these are the type of holiday celebrations that are safe. These are the types that aren't you. These are the type of people that really should think about maybe doing something at home this year. Like we, <laughs> there could be so much uh, more fruitful dialogue that's happening, but we can't because it just becomes this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine, in other countries, especially in Europe, where things are really serious, their leaders are giving really big, sobering, like wartime level speeches to people to get everyone on the same page. But they're also coming out with like really neat and creative ads. Like, I just can imagine if we had like a creative, like White House communications team, and they just came up like, we're going to do Thanksgiving in July. Everybody's going to get this Thursday off the last Thursday in July, everyone gets off, we're just going to push it. It's going to be Thanksgiving. We're going to like, I don't know, just offer yeah. some fun sort of just incentives that are just for show, but seem like they mean something and get everyone super excited about all of us rallying to do Thanksgiving in fucking July. It could be fun to do a campaign that's just like Thanksgiving sucks. I know. Like, exactly. <laughs> like just like a whole entire marketing campaign of like, okay, first of all, the origins whack. Can you be completely totally. high off your ass on Thanksgiving? <laughs> No. no, someone's always going to say something about what you're wearing, blah, 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 blah. This person's going to ask you if you're getting a second plate. Like, 
every little like 30 second video i just created this perfect marketing yeah. campaign about exactly giving exactly. skip it this year and like in theory, I mean, first of all, it's crazy that the U.S. doesn't have, like, a Rosie the Riveter or Uncle Sam type character about COVID-19. Yeah. Who, like, like it's crazy we don't have, like, a COVID Smokey the Bear who's like, this is how you wear your mask, totally. kids. Like, whatever. But we can't have that because, again, we have to have the stupidest debates ever about whether or not a thing exists that is real. It's literally, like, again, staring at fire and having a debate over whether or not the fire is real instead of like trying to put it out so <laughs> yeah it's just like having a smoky the bear or having something requires somebody from the top to take responsibility and right. to be the bad guy or not Dan the Scavino. bad guy but yeah Scavino's gotta do it yeah Dan Scavino. for 300 for 300k he can earn it <laughs> Pop in and be like, hey, I thought about this. Maybe we do a Smokey the Bear. but for Yeah, COVID. but Trump does. It, it comes from Trump down. I know. Like if Trump would have been like, this is. But it, it, it's just so. It's just really crazy because like we have all worried and all this stuff about what kind of decision somebody with such a fragile ego will take. Mm -hmm. And like this has really like if he even if he did nothing, I just I'm just like. Why not let other people who know what they're yes. talking about do stuff? But he can't even like allow himself to do that. But yeah, if he if that was decided from the top, we could have had so much stuff. Yeah. Ugh, it's yeah. so that, rough to watch. Actually, to go back to your metaphor from earlier, Trump is like, not only is he the guy who doesn't do the project exactly. and doesn't show up, but he's got opinions oh. when you send the email later about the project. Suddenly. And it's like, you can sit, you can not show up or you can have opinions, but you can't not show up and then also have all of these opinions. Yeah, Absolutely like, not. oh, this project's bad. The way that you're doing it is wrong. Telling everybody during your presentation that um, <laughs> everything that you did was wrong. Like that is 100% yep. Trump and yep. it's fucking terrible. Sending Slack messages after like, is there a reason it's like this? Yeah. Yeah, bitch. There's some reasons. Night Did before he's got notes it? on the PowerPoint. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just scribbles, just Sharpie, Sharpie scribbles. I mean, there was a, a nurse from South Dakota on CNN yesterday who was yes. saying that in their dying breaths, people are denying that they have COVID. They're not, they're like, it's not real. They're not saying, oh, this can't be real. Oh, this can't be happening. They're saying like, no, I, I have lung cancer. I People who have never smoked a cigarette in their life are saying, no, I have lung cancer because COVID is not real. And they're dying breaths because this president, and we're thinking like, okay, why can't he just hand over the group project? It's like, it's because this has always been a political message, but he lost. It's over. Why are they all still clinging to this one dude's political like, it's just political fortuitous for Donald Trump to deny that COVID is happening. Why are we still, it's so, it's really scary and dark. Yeah. I mean, it's so wrapped up in ego and identity. Mm. People are deep. People are deep in, in a, in a well, hole. It's deep for, it's deep for him. I mean, it's deep for him. But other people are, when you don't have in-person connections and you don't like that's yeah. the thing too it's like they're being more vulnerable to these more and more extremist um theories and policies and more like fox news and all this shit if you don't have somebody at the barber shop or at the mm -hmm. thing being like i don't know if that's true or if you're not having like <laughs> babe i don't know kids, if that's true <laughs> well, that's so that, key. <laughs> yeah if you don't have your kids being like dad what the hell 
like then yeah you're it's gonna go deeper and deeper and deeper and it's fucked up it's crazy i had a friend who was getting her vagina waxed and this woman was just going off about how covid's not real and she in this in this situation is my friend who was like i don't know if that's true but yeah. it's true you have to have i mean so many of america's is especially in these areas where we're seeing these outbreaks now in like the dakotas and some more rural areas where just you're right people are isolated they live far apart from one another we are I think most Americans, even if you don't think it's necessary or important, because there are shutdowns and things are closed, we are interacting with each other less. So mm -hmm. it is, I think that's so true. Those like micro interactions that are not happening, that are, are sending people down these like really bizarre tunnels where they're dying on the table saying like COVID isn't real. Yeah. So sorry. Crazy. Bleak. Yeah, I wanted to contrast what Scott Atlas said uh, with warnings from a guy named Dr. Mark Horn, who is the president of the State Medical Association in the deep red state of Mississippi. Let's listen. We don't really want to have, have see mammal at Thanksgiving and bury her by Christmas. No, 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 no. We're going to see some of that. So we're, it's going to happen. You're going to say hi at Thanksgiving. It was so great to see you. And you're going to be either vis uh, visiting them by FaceTime in the ICU or planning of a, a small funeral before Christmas. It will happen. And it's unnecessary. It is. I just like the one guy's reaction, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't want to bury a Meemaw. That. Yeah, no. we don't want to bury Meemaw. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to bury Meemaw. And maybe we put that <laughs> in the campaign. <laughs> yes, that's it. Zoom funeral. Oh, man, I, I, I attended a Facebook live funeral. That oh. shit is bleak. And then it's like, uh, they're in Miami, uh, and it was like in in April or wow. or June yeah. or something. It was earlier, and um, everyone's crying hysterically, like barely wearing a mask and all embracing each other. And it was like watching somebody, like watching people get COVID live. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I was like, ah, what is happening? I mean, there's. We're seeing a lot of cognitive dissonance going on in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I went over the weekend because right now in New York, you can still eat at a restaurant inside. And I know how how much these restaurants are struggling. And like, it's devastating. We all live in the city to walk by blocks that have had for lease signs on them for years, years already and already are probably not going to come back. Like half of New York is going to be a strip mall, I feel like, if we can't recover. So as much as I, what I'm saying is I want to eat at restaurants, but you walk by and it looks insane that yeah. people are eating indoors without their masks. It well, looks, <laughs> it looks insane. It's also, and I do, I have seen this sentiment online, but there are also like outdoor things that are popping, like those little like huts and I'm, yeah. but it's like fully <laughs> indoors and I'm like, this is. Well, I feel like they do that to expand their capacity because yeah. New York, well, the thing is, too, that's like crazy to remember, right, is that New York is so overcrowded and so dense and there's so many people here. And and I was reminded when we got these voting numbers from these some of these states had like 200,000 like like yeah. people voting Republican, 200,000. And I'm like in a state. And yeah. I'm like, there's 200,000 people in my building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking about it. And like right now, we're kind of all freaking out and things are getting kind of crazy in New York. And the infection rate is like under 3%. And then I'm reading, I'm seeing the numbers from the Dakotas, from Mississippi. Dakotas right now are like 55%. Yeah. 
um, infection crazy. rate. And like, you know, some places are like 30% and 20% and they don't have like <clears throat> nearly as much like people. Right. It's not as dense and they don't have, you know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. It's crazy to me because I'll see things in New York that drive me crazy that I'm like, oh, my God, eating inside or all these outdoor things. But like to think, I mean, it's the same thing with the MTA. Yeah. Like in New York, you're like, oh, my God, this fucking the MTA sucks. The trains are never on time, this and that. But then you go other places in this country and try to use public transportation. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Like, this I'm like, is wait, the this best train comes once every 25 minutes? Like, I'm like, what? Right. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like what we're talking about in the Dakotas is like, holy shit, half of people are positive and people are dying constantly. We're in New York. We're worried we could get there soon. But, but a lot of the urgency, and let me know if you guys agree, is that like, we need schools to stay open. People cannot handle schools closing. So our infection rate is still a little bit below 3%, I think, which yeah. is nothing compared to other places. But what's at stake for us is If it goes above three, kids in, then, then yeah, they can't right. stay in school. Right, and right. also, like, I think we're just all traumatized from the first time. Yeah. So I think New well, Yorkers are just like... Don't send me back. Don't send me back. Yeah, well, that was just a real thing for me too, because I'm just like, okay, um, am I, is it going to be back to April where I could, yeah. could take it? Like my only social interaction with someone was taking a distanced walk uh, once a week and getting kicked out of a park for drinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, or, I mean, uh, yeah. it's so funny. I mean, this is a tangent off a tangent off a tangent. But I will say that Justin Bieber's pastor, did you hear about this? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, was involved in, um, he got kicked out of Hillsong and they're like, whatever, because he had an <gasps> illicit affair. He had an um, extramarital affair with this girl. Um, I did not know this. And yeah. It's, well, the crazy thing is they met at Domino Park in Williamsburg <laughs> in May. And they've had this like crazy steamy affair. And like, I read all about it, but I'm like, Yo, I was in that park almost every day in May, and people are having these scandalous affairs. Yes. I'm getting thrown out for smoking weed and drinking. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, damn. And then, well, his whole thing was that they met in, in the park, and then he's like, I'm a sports agent, but do not Google me. And she was like, okay. Do not and Google then, me. If you meet for the first time and someone says, do not Google me, she said That's she googled him a couple things like a couple dates in and found out who he was but didn't say and found out he was married if someone but tells me don't do not google me i'm googling them immediately <laughs> number one instantly or i'll be like fine i'll use bing I'm yeah, sure like she, honestly though may level of horniness i, mm -hmm, I don't know if any, may level of horniness you're like you know what i haven't seen anybody yeah in months let we're going to let a couple things slide. I guess I won't Google this slide. guy. Yeah, I won't Google this guy for a few rounds. But yeah, anyway, that was... So yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking was like, if, 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 is this going to be a thing again? Because then I gotta mm -hmm. figure, we got to figure out pods again. I know. And all that shit. So it is traumatizing and scary. But then also, I guess it's just a reality check of like, I feel like things are so poorly run and I'm so anxious and I'm so scared. But this is one of if not the best mm -hmm. like places that are handling it yeah. in the country mm -hmm. and the fucking governor wrote a book about it. Yeah. People <laughs> seem to be thrilled with him about that. <laughs> <laughs>
So we've been talking a lot about the infections and obviously the economic impact is a big part of this. Um, There are only 44 days left of 2020, which is kind of weird. Sounds like great news and it is, but this is also when a number of tax credits and other special provisions uh, related to COVID relief are set to expire. They'll expire on December 31st. The White House and Senate, they have no plans to vote on anything before that. Uh, Joe Biden has urged Congress to keep looking at a HEROES Act type plan, which was the House's $3 trillion relief plan, which the White House and Senate sort of came nowhere near. Nancy Pelosi did get some criticism for not really engaging in uh, maybe the lower end of what the White House was offering. But yeah, where we are now is that some things are set to end in 44 days, including unemployment assistance, which is used by gig workers, the eviction moratorium, state and local funding, student loan forbearance, small business debt relief, credits related to family and sick leave. So, and and this president no longer has any incentive to help the economy. Like, he's not going to. No, he's not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything. They're not going to pass this. I, I feel bad because I usually try not to be like a pessimistic. No, yeah. No, yeah we're not it. getting anything until Joe Biden is in office. And 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 honestly, we're not going to get anything unless the two Georgia people. Right. Win. Like, like we won't get that. That's the crazy part. I don't it's think we'll get Joe what we Biden. need. I think when in Joe Biden gets elected, we'll get a coronavirus relief bill of some kind. But it won't be dope. No. Yeah. Right. It will not be dope. It will, it it will not be really dope. Two guys in Georgia win. Which yeah. is then crazy. it will be then it will be dope. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like, why do Georgia voters I was sharing information about uh about the runoffs on our Instagram stories recently and just like sharing that i just did a quiz about if you had to you can vote if as long as you turn 18 by january 5th you can vote there so i just did like some trivia about that and somebody replied like why do i know this i'm british and i thought that was funny so i shared it and then dozens of people from around the world were like yeah i knew this too the whole world is watching what happens in this georgia runoff because it determines the fate of the u.s senate which will determine how the most powerful nation on earth handles an infectious, uncontrolled outbreak. The whole world yeah. is watching these 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 runoffs. Which, if you, I keep saying, if you live in Georgia, that should feel awesome. Like you are very powerful. Sure, but it also is just like Kelly Loeffler wasn't even elected, and yeah. she did insider trading, <laughs> and like the other guys, a scumbag too. And I'm like, why is it even a con? Like, why is it even close? Like, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it should feel awesome, I guess, but. I don't know. I know. Also, feel kind of yeah. How did you even get here? What happened? Talk to talk to your parents. That's true. I mean, particular too. It's like, yeah. If they elect that woman, has voted for this lady, and the first order of business, the first thing that she did was insider trading on the pandemic. (laughs) Like she don't vote for her again. Purdue also sucks, and Purdue is also corrupt, but. Kelly um, is so egregious to me. And Raphael like, Warnock is a actual saint. Like yeah, when yeah. Kelly Lurfler was Leffler, I keep saying Lurfler because like in German, when you have an E, it's like an R. I, and I just took German in college. Anyway, okay, I always say Lurfler because I always say Lurfler and I feel like I sound like an idiot. I mean, Kelly Leffler. She owns the co-owns the Atlanta Dream, but is like speaking out saying don't don't wear shirts that say say her name. 
um, don't say Black Lives Matter. And then players on that team wore T-shirts that say vote Warnock. And then you have Raphael Warnock, who was held the funeral for Rayshard Brooks. He like met with George Floyd's family. John Lewis was his like parishioner. He met with Ahmed Arbery's family. She's it's just such a monster compared to such. Yes, I just that's what I keep thinking about as I think about this race is that it's not just like, oh, it's like you got to pick the less bad one. No, you have an opportunity. Every American would be lucky to have these two people in the Senate as opposed to these useless monsters. And it's like people who are just scared, you know what I mean? Who are scared of losing power. And that's why they choose. And it's just so crazy and so sad. And I guess, okay, sorry to take it here, yeah. but people are saying John Ossoff is hot. And I was like, I don't know. But then I did see him with a beard and I can be convinced. But I thought you were going to take us on like a really serious. Yeah, I really Because no, no, I felt bad already because we were like, it was just getting too dark. <laughs> and I hadn't talked about a fast food restaurant in a few minutes. So I'm like, it's <laughs> like getting ready for like the monologue. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, Millie's about to about to really, I just really, really want to send a home. message to the bitches sub fam. John Ossoff is okay with a beard, and I want everyone <laughs> to take this in, internalize it, and really talk to your family about this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tell I your family. Cute, but... I think he's a cute little snack. Yeah, snack in that like. If you're hungry and there are raisins, <laughs> oh, or if you're like, if you're like, oh, I'm really hungry, and then it's a crudita, right? Okay, I'll eat this, but this is not really like satisfying right. me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you're starving. It's an order of plates. The first thing they serve you, cute. Yeah, cute little snack. Yeah, not a <laughs> not a Popeye chicken sandwich. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Not John Osip is not a Popeye chicken sandwich. No, that is no. true. He is a pandemic fighting crudite. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, you guys, uh, that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us, Millie. This was so fun. Thank you for having Yay. me. Yay. Yay. Uh, Great uh, okay, guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Millie Tamaras. This is the Betches Sub Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to Sup at Betches.com. Betches.